Well, hello. Welcome to Soap Secrets. We are going to be talking Corrie, EastEnders, Hollyoaks, Emmerdale, the whole jolly lot. And Claire Ruck is here to talk about them with me. Hi, Claire. Hi, hello. Now, first, there's a bit of a, a note, isn't there? Because um, yes. soap fans need to take a note of the, um, the new soap times. Yes, so ITV is making the 6.30 news, and now it used to be only be half an hour, so now the news runs from 6.30 to 7.30, which means Emmerdale has a new time of 7.30, and Corrie is now 8pm. And if you forget, or it's not convenient, because, you know, like, you know, Emmerdale's always been at 7, and and, and lots of people like it at 7. Don't forget, you can catch up on ITV Hub. Mm. Yeah, that's true. I always forget about... Well, I don't always forget about the ITV Hub, actually, (laughs) but you're right. You can just sort of put them all in there and catch them up, can't you? Okay, so Coronation Street. Yes. So it's... It's, it's new times for Corrie are uh, an hour-long episode at 8pm on Monday, Wednesday and Friday. Now, uh, we call that six six episodes in total. I know it's only three Coronation Streets, but um, we, we've, we view uh, half an hour as one episode. So you're still getting your full six this week, but you're getting a bonus on the Sunday. Ooh. It's on the Sunday, you've got an hour-long on the Sunday, because this week, Hannah, is simply unmissable. Okay, so because there's an episode on Sunday, that makes it eight episodes. Yes. Wow. Gosh, they must have something going on. We can't we yes. can't miss the Sunday one either, can we? <laughs> no. No, you must not miss the Sunday episode and I would advise you to watch it in sequence if you can. Don't think, oh, I'm just going to ignore them the Sunday one. You must watch Sunday one. Okay, and, and watch them in sequence. Okay, I've got it noted. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> now, what does it focus around cuz a couple of weeks ago Kevin discovered that Abby had had a one night stand and they split up Um, and she's on a pretty downward spiral yes so um, it's also she's also struggling because it's son Seb's birthday that's the first one since his death yeah Hannah so she's going to be all over the place isn't she and uh, you know so Kevin discovered that she she had been unfaithful to him and had a one night stand. He thinks that it's her ex, Tez. He doesn't know, of course, that she had a one night stand with Imran. Mm. And um, nobody knows. Toya knows that Imran had a one night stand, but she doesn't know that the person is... is Abby so that's really 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 important Um, and uh, so yeah so remember the Bluetooth conversation in the in the swanky motorhome and uh, and the phone (laughs) goes on to it oh the stuff of nightmares so that's that. So this week after the holiday, Kevin returns home and he's thought about it and thinking, well, she was really stressed and upset and Tez was the father of, of you know, Seb. So, you know, he's thinking about patching things up, which is, you know, it's really nice mm. of him. But he lets himself into their home only to discover Abby and her drug dealer, Dean, high on drugs oh on the sofa. Oh dear. So she's gone back to her old ways. Which is, you know, unfortunately is, you know, the, the, the first part of recovery is hitting a bad patch and not going back, isn't it? Yes. And she's failed, yeah. I suppose. Yes, she has. So Kevin throws them out, but not before Dean, who's a badden, steals the keys to the garage and then he takes a customer's car, a nice customer's car, a nice like mm. a BMW thing. 
um, Abby tries to stop him. She's high on drugs. I don't quite know how she does this, but she tries to stop him. She tries to grab the keys, but as she jumps into the passenger seat to try and grab the keys, he races off. So now we have Dean and Abby in the car, in a stolen car. Oh, no. And this is going even more horribly wrong, this next bit, isn't it? (laughs) So uh, they're racing down a dark country lane, you know, with uh, Dean at the wheel. And Abby says, stop, stop. And she sort of doubles over in pain. And um, Dean does stop the car. And she gets out to the side of the road and just thinks, wow, this pain's amazing. Um, And Dean just looks at her. He gets back in the car and he drives away. He leaves a woman in utter agony by the side of the road so there she is left in pain by the side of the road and she manages to start calling an ambulance but her phone dies Hannah phone dies Uh, of course it does and she looks around and she only sees an empty road Mm. what is going on will an ambulance get to Abby in time now is Abby leaving the show (laughs) 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 let's get my uh, you know (laughs) my detective uh, hat on Oh, wow. Okay, so all, all systems go. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be such a good week because it doesn't just... It just... What happens on the Sunday night impacts throughout the whole of the week. It's just yeah, amazing. You, and, and it's not the only thing going on, though, as with Corey, a few things. Because yeah. um, Gary's back in the spotlight this week and yeah. it, was, oh, it seems like only yesterday, but it was 2019 that he killed Lone Shark Rick and yeah. has been yeah. taking care of his daughter, Kelly, ever since. Um, but this week it sort of comes back into the spotlight. It does. So so we know Kelly Kelly stood um, stood trial, didn't she, for the murder of Seb, but um, was found guilty mm. in them, and then Corey uh, was found to be the guilty one. So um, she's been through the, um, the mill a bit. She's got a flaky mum, Laura, very, very flaky. And Laura has just been recently diagnosed with cancer, and she wants... You know, despite the fact that she's flaky and and you know she's not living with her daughter, and daughter's living with Gary and his partner Maria. Um, uh, she she decides she's going to hire a PI, a private investigator, to find Rick because um, you know she wants she wants you know if she dies when she dies, um, she wants her daughter to have a little bit of financial security, Hannah, which will be very nice. Uh, but you know what? This puts Gary in the spin because he knows that Rick's dead and he knows where the body is buried so he's got away with it for nearly three years yeah is the tr- is, the yeah as I say is the truth going to come out yeah well it's eight episodes so you guys could be asking watching something's going to happen <laughs> do you know what I would really like Rick just to walk back into the street I really would I keep keep thinking he might but I, I think he's dead dead do you but you know, in a soap, anything can happen. People come back from the dead, Claire. Let's be honest. Yes. <laughs> okay, so moving on to Emmerdale, their new times are Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday, half an hour at seven thirty p.m. and an hour on Thursday. So six episodes yep. in total. If that makes any sense yep. at all. Yep. <laughs> um, it's a food fight at dawn. Yes. Yes. People really like. Um, the war you know the war in the dingles so um charity and Chaz are cousins and they're not seeing eye to eye well you know so Chaz is still upset because she lost the pub charity bought it um and then wouldn't hire Chaz back so it's bad blood bad blood Hannah Uh, well you know what bad blood in that family is not a good thing is it (laughs) no 
And so the opening of the wool pack clashes with an event at the B&B. So Charity's angry that the wool pack refit is not quite ready. And Charity is working at the B&B. And um, so at the B&B, it is meant to be, this is a bit confusing, um, an engagement party for Vinnie and Liv because Mandy Mandy thinks that Vinnie and Liv are getting engaged. She doesn't realise that they eloped a couple of weeks ago and they're actually married. Oh. But, but um, so yeah, so she wants to, you know, she's, 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 she's such a great mum. So she wants to throw an engagement party at the B&B. And obviously all the dingles then will be at, Vinnie's engagement party there won't be a charity's relaunch of the Woolpack mm. so massive family you know <laughs> row going on and um, we've got Mac and Pollard each trying to ruin each other's events uh, where will it all end well there's a rat infestation at the B&B <laughs> oh I read a story about rats yesterday about a, the I think it was a, um, a charity that had to go into a house where they just overbred and they were all they were all pet rats and they were they were had buried themselves into the owner's mattress Oh, that's a good place, though, to make a, a home if you're I think a rat. there were 70-odd rats they got oh. out of there. Some too young to rehome. Oh. Anyway, sorry, I digress. So, yes, there's a rat infestation at the B&B, and I suspect there might have been... That's a bit suspicious, isn't yeah. it? So there's been some... Some, some tampering, some there. tampering. <laughs> yeah. So the engagement parties moved to the village hall. Who hasn't been to an engagement party in the village, village hall? village hall. I think they're really underrated. Yeah. Yes. So Charity marches over there and Charity and Chaz get into it, right? And um, somebody uh, turns on the sprinkler system to try and calm the uh, the two warring cousins down. But Charity grabs some of the food that's been laid out for the engagement party and a food fight ensues. Well, so, I don't know what a food fight is just so messy, isn't it? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, why? <laughs> I know, I know. But the real, you know, the, re- the really upsetting things, the real loser in all of this is Mandy because Noah, you know, Charity's son, he's, a bit, he's, he's got a bit mean and he gets a letter um, addressed to Vinnie and Liv and he gives it to Mandy and when she opens it, she discovers that it's their marriage certificate and she's heartbroken that she wasn't invited to the wedding. Yeah, you would be, wouldn't you? I mean... So Vinny didn't want it because of all the dingle shenanigans and you've just had a food fight between two yeah, cousins. He, so. Yeah, he had reason. He had good reason. <laughs> but, you know, he's, you know, his mum's heartbroken. Can, can Vinny ever make amends? Mm. Take, he he, he, he will one. because she adores him, but, yes, it'll yeah. take some time and some trust, won't it? Yes. Um, well, good to see that Hollyoaks is marking International Women's Day. Um, yes. I, I like to see that with a very special episode on Tuesday. Yes, so they're going to, um, the dismissive terms that are used against women are going to be challenged and reclaimed by the women of Hollyoaks. So that's a really special, special episode to watch, Hannah. Yeah, that's quite a, a good, good one. one for them. That's good of them to tackle that. I like yeah. it. They, yeah. uh, Hollyoaks is good for that sort of thing. Yeah. And obviously last week there was the heartbreaking news about Ella's baby. Um, that, that's kind of ramped up a bit this week. Yes, it is. So we know that Ella and Charlie are teenagers. You know, 
so people are trying to support them but it is very it is very difficult ella did go to the scan on her own where she got some heartbreaking news and she is considering an abortion this week and charlie who hasn't been as supportive as he perhaps could be is furious and his grief turns to anger and so they're not communicating hannah in any way shape or form and it seems that the teenagers are at odds with how to handle the distressing news because they're just too young they're just too young it's it's a lot it's a lot for anyone to deal with let alone at that age when just you know a straightforward pregnancy would be tough yes yes so uh, as ella's friends rally around can nancy persuade charlie to be there for her let's hope they kind of need they do need to pull together um definitely um a lot of dating though also this week (laughs) on a lighter note So, Ms. Barr, Ms. Barr, I, you know, this would be really nice for Ms. Barr to find a nice man, especially after all of the Dr. Ali sh- stuff that came up, you know, how he raped her when she was younger and she had his baby shack. Um, you know, so she wants to spice up her dating life and she's asked Perry to help her explore the world of online dating. Let's hope she hasn't watched the Tinder swindler. Oh, yeah, I know. Have you? I haven't because I just, I find it all Scary. a bit... Scary. We're doing a big um, talking about piece um, this week about scams because I think it's so important because people are getting scammed right, left and centre and one time it'd be, oh, they're a bit stupid. They actually believe that. They fell for that. They're so good, these scams now, that any one of us could be caught at any moment in time. Yes. I think that's what scares me and that's why... You know, I, I, the, the fact that if you want to, you know, if you want to find love, there's people out there that, are, you know, are just going to rip you off. It's it's horrible. Mm, it's absolutely mm, it horrible. Really is. So, yeah. So so yes. So so let's hope Shaq um, Mizbar has better better time of it. Um, and her son Shaq, who's also having a crisis of love, announces plans to go on thirty days worth of dates. Ooh. Wow. Thirty. Yes, that's a lot, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I expect that's quite expensive, dry. I would think, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't remember. what. Where am I? What date is this? It's yeah, like... that's just too much. You've got to get dressed up every single... It's nice to go out occasionally, but seriously. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so it's all going on Hollyoaks. Now, finally, EastEnders. Um, so in response to Corey and Emmerdale's New Times, EastEnders is now on at 7.30pm, Monday to Thursday, and there's no episode on Friday because there's the, of course there's the rugby. Yes, yes. So um, yeah, there's no no Friday yet this week. And yes, so this is a this is major because um, EastEnders is now going head to head with Emmerdale because they're both at seven thirty. Mm. So who's going to be the winner? We'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Um, and I have some breaking news. Go Hannah. for it. Tell me. Uh, Zach Morris, who plays Keegan, is going to be leaving. Oh. We saw. Yeah, we saw. Um, we, we 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 saw Tiffany leave, so Keegan's character Keegan will now leave mm. Square at some point. I'm not quite sure when, but uh, I mean they've got a lot of people leaving because Danny Dyer's got to go. Yeah, yeah, the whole Danny Dyer thing can't really deal with that. Um, okay, so um, obviously last week's some great episodes where Shirley and Mick discovered that Tina had been murdered. So the, the net really is closing in on Grey, um, but there's a number of things then that happen, isn't there? Yes, yes. This is just, it's all really grey this week. It's grey, 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 grey and more grey. as grey as the square. (laughs) (laughs) 
So, you know, Shirley, you know, Linda Henry, who plays it last week, she was so amazing with finding out that Tina, you know, Tina had been murdered. That was really shocking for her, you know. So this week, um, DCI Arthurs asks Grey down to the station to talk about Tina. Because, um, you know, Shirley's been thinking, you know, he did say, I saw her on a bus. She's just not quite sure mm. about Grey. Um, and um, so, yeah, but, you know, Grey is a solicitor. So this isn't his first rodeo no. at a police station, no. is it? So um, uh, he discovers that Arthur's is on a fishing expedition and he just gets up and leaves. So he doesn't have anything on him. So that's quite... That's quite, that's quite big. So then we also see Whitney goes to see Mick and tells him that she suspects Grey killed Chantel and that he also killed Tina. And when, you know, Shirley finds this out, she's baying for Grey's blood. She marches round. She marches round to his house and starts banging on his door and she's got a, she's got a kitchen knife in her hand, Hannah. Wow. Well, she, but she's been on to this for a while, hasn't she? So, she, you know, this is yeah. really kind of bubbling over now. Yes. And um, desperate, Grey turns to the one person he can trust, and that's Karen, his former mother-in-law. Um, and despite Whitney and Mick's accusation that Grey killed Chantel, Karen won't believe them, and she does actually hide Grey. Um, Mitch, her, her partner, you know, who's Chantel's dad, also discovers the truth about how Grey abused and killed his daughter. Um, you know, but you know, what will Mitch do? You know, he... Can he persuade Karen that Grey isn't quite the person she thinks he is? Yeah, but this escalates because um, this next part is kind of almost been happening because it's kind of like who was the next one? And, I mean, Chelsea has survived this long, which I kind of thought she might not, but is she going to survive <laughs> this next thing? Well, she returns from the hospital after visiting Jordan, and she does. She demands the truth from Grey, but will he come clean, Hannah? I mean, like, her man's desperate. He's, you know, he's... The police have yanked him down to the station. Um, you know, his anger boils over. Will Chelsea survive the confrontation? Mm. So the police are absolutely everywhere in the square. And yeah. I suppose it's Karen, the one that's protecting him. So she's got to be convinced that he did actually kill her daughter. Um, yeah. But will the police find out or will they, you know, someone else take their matters into their own hands? And this is where I'm wondering here, because there's quite a few people that might take the matter into their own hands and do something. Yeah. And it might be could leave the door open for Mick to go to prison. Yeah. And a door nicely open for him to return if he wishes. <laughs> That's in your dreams. Yes, it is. Things. <laughs> There's a few, though, that could, could go for him, isn't there? Yeah. Yes, so you've got Whitney could go yep. for him. Shirley, we've seen her with a knife earlier in the week. We do have Mick. We don't forget Tina was, um, you know... Mix well technically aren't but I'm called sister because they were brought up as sisters. Mitch Chantel's da- um, dad, uh, and now then there's Karen. Will Karen finally see the light? I don't know what is going to happen, but for my me personally, I think it's Karen's time, and um, it's you know we've seen we've seen Shirley react and discover that um, Tina is dead. I think it's going to be very emotional scenes when Karen finally discovers that Grey killed her daughter. Mm. And I do think that they cannot kill him because I think as a domestic abuser, he needs to be held account, yeah. accountable and stand trial. I think there needs to be a trial. So it's, you know, for me, I'm hoping 
Karen is going to be the one yeah. who, who exposes him. I hope so too. Perhaps. Well, finally, could I, this be I happening? Mean, it could, yes, it could be, you know, it could be that he gets killed, but I, I would be surprised if EastEnders went down that route, really, really yeah, I would surprised. Be as well. Yeah, he's a good character. Just gone on a bit too yeah. long. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it's really interesting because everyone's gone on about Tina and everyone's gone on about Chantel. Poor old Kush, no, no one cares about. I was just thinking that. Poor old Kush. <laughs> They've all forgotten about him. Um, <laughs> well, what a great week. I mean, so many episodes to watch. You basically cancel everything out of your diary. Forget about all those Hollyoaks date nights. That's not happening. You've got a date night in front of the TV to watch these, frankly. Um, have an absolutely brilliant week, and um, we will be back next. <laughs> 